when your clients make more money? Yep. We have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost copays. <laughs> I can get down with that. When you need to talk Medicare, Walgreens is here. Start shopping today at walgreens.com slash Medicare. CBS News Brief. The Supreme Court will hear arguments this morning in a case challenging race-conscious college admissions. CBS's Jan Crawford. The newly conservative court could now decide that any consideration of race at all is illegal discrimination, whether at a private university like Harvard or a public one like UNC. The suspect in the hammer attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, is expected to be charged with attempted murder and elder abuse today. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says questions in the case remain. At this time, we don't have information as to which uh, of the men, Mr. Pelosi or the suspect, opened the door at the time. Millions of Americans have already voted in next week's midterms. Now with Joe Biden, there's a big thumb on top of you where you can't enjoy yourself. I just need to see some peace. And I think the only way to do this is voting. Our CBS News battleground tracker shows Republicans in a good position to win the majority in the House. CBS News Brief. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. Got a spectacular producer on board, and uh, that is Sam Tyler. Oh, good morning, Sam. She's He's going to do a super job for us today. I just sense it, so we're very grateful for that. And Joe McGranahan is here. He I'm is back. our good CSVT co-chair and or chair. And uh, let's see, Mayor and boy, he's been. A, he's, you should win some lifetime awards. Fine. What are you giving out? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lifetime achievement award. Well, actually, would you say would you qualify for a lifetime achievement? Have you achieved anything spectacular? Not really. No, I wouldn't think. <laughs> So, no, you contributed spectacularly in every way. So, yeah, thank you for that. But, uh, yeah, Joe McGranahan is here, still active with the Bar Association's scrutiny team that looks at uh, judicial candidates and um, fortunately still on our show, even in his decline state, still a fabulous uh, contributor here. So we're always grateful Gee, for that. Thank you. That's called damning my family. I got price, you. Right? Okay. All right. I'm Mark Lawrence. Very, always subpar. I portray a very bad liberal on the show. 
so you're welcome to uh, uh, take me to task for anything I feel. Uh, we have two emailers who sent us uh, notes. They're not happy. Oh, geez, and Stan is waiting. Uh, these uh, emailers aren't happy with the Republican Party. I can't imagine what the Republican Party well, is. Everybody's playing this Nancy Pelosi's husband thing for all it's worth. I mean, basically, it's Donald Trump. He personally led the charge into Pelosi's house in his underwear to beat the poor old man with a hammer. Well, it's a weird story, no matter how you cut it. It's, it's an odd story. Is it because we have terrible... It, let's suppose we had really superlative, selfless leaders in Washington, D.C., would we be in this pickle? I don't know. I mean, Nancy Pelosi doesn't deserve this. I mean, I disagree with the woman on almost everything, but she certainly doesn't deserve to have her home broken into and her husband threatened. But, you know, on the other hand, then part of me says, well, she's playing it for everything it's worth. She's heartbroken and terrified or whatever she said she was. Mm-hmm. This guy is a nut. You know, we, we just don't accept the fact that some people are nuts. No, we have to say, well, he's not just a nut. He's a nutty Republican or he's a nutty Democrat. <laughs> nutty Republican. <laughs> is there any other guy? I mean, Yeah, there are, as a matter of fact. You know, but why can't we just assume that this guy has some mental illness? I'll be interested to see. In California, of course, they have this cashless bail system. Be interesting to see if he gets right out. And I I doubt that he will because he attacked Nancy Pelosi. But if he had attacked a Republican, maybe he would be getting out right away, just as the guy who attacked Lee Zeldin in New York, candidate for governor of New York, got out almost immediately after he attacked Zeldin Mm -hmm. on stage. So, regardless of the partisan nature, let's suppose we didn't happen to know the party of Nancy Pelosi or uh, Paul or uh, this man that did the attack or, or really any of these individuals. What's the bottom line? Is is it because they're so fed up with the pathetic job that our national leaders are doing? Well, I, th- I think you have to at least go back. And I, I don't hold Donald Trump responsible for everything from killing Cock Robin to global warming. But his rhetoric uh, this morning on MSNBC and Morning Joe. They let off with a bunch of comments from Donald Trump uh, that he made during the campaign, like, you know, punch him in the face. I'll pay your legal bills if you throw him out of here. You know, and they're trying to draw the parallel between Donald Trump saying that and this guy breaking into Nancy Pelosi's home. Well, this was like four, five, six years ago that Trump made these statements. They were reprehensible then. They're reprehensible now. But they're not dispositive of any attempt on his part to harm the Pelosi family. Well, and I think um, what leads to this level of anger at our government? Uh, do other countries have the same issue? Yeah, don't you recall is the there, former uh, Japanese prime minister was just stabbed to death in a there, campaign speech um, a few weeks ago? Is it because people are frustrated with individuals in government, or do we just have bad government? I, I'm just no. I think it's possible that we have demented people who have that's mental all illness, it is. Mental and, illness, and Trump, and, and this a guy and that did Pelosi I mean, suppose you had an injustice you felt somewhere in your life. Anybody ever do you wrong, really wrong Mm -hmm. in your life? Sure. You know, you you did when you were boss here all the time. (laughs) But I never never even thought about threatening you. Okay. And why is that? Because you're not mentally ill. Mm -hmm. There's your compliment for the month. I got it out of the way early. But again, what if we had a functional government that stayed within their bounds and didn't spend other money and the courts didn't decide things that legislature supposed to do and the legislature didn't supersede the courts and the president cared deeply about the country in every single way including the borders or deficit spending or things like that 
would this rhetoric fall empty? If I say to you, Joe, I'm so mad about radar, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> well, the issue's not that big a deal. You know, the stakes aren't that high. And so, you know, nobody's going to take that seriously. But if, if you see the dysfunctional government that we have, I don't know. I just think it's definitely, you know, you're going to say, well, it's a well, bipartisan issue and Democrats, or uh, sorry, Republicans have, you, perpetrate this. Mark, you'd have to believe that that had some specific negative impact on you personally to make mm-hmm. you want to go out and believe that you had personally been harmed and it was absolutely aimed at you. You know, okay. that's mental illness. Okay. Why else would you do it? I mean, if somebody cuts me off. I, I still don't understand things like road rage. Somebody mm-hmm. cuts you off in the road. You, you move know, on. Uh, you stop and you pull a gun off, wave a gun at them. You know, well, in my day, you just gave them the finger and moved on. Mm-hmm. So what, what 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 is there about people today that they feel they have to address every injustice or perceived injustice immediately and with violence? With rhetoric, violent rhetoric well, and or actual rhetoric, violence. I mean, actual violence. Actual violence. I, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense to me, but then I, I flatter myself that I'm not mentally ill either. Well, folks, nobody is surprised. They don't call me Napoleon for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nobody's surprised at what happened in California. This this is the natural uh, state of affairs for us now. Really? It is to turn violent if you're unhappy with uh, what your leaders are doing. What is the bottom line? That's what I want to talk about today. You know, How did we get to this point. Uh, of course, somebody's going to say it's leftist Democrats that are causing this. You know, if that were truly the issue, let's fix them. But if I... I it's not I, leftist I, Democrats and I it's know not that. rightist Republicans. I'm trying to it's say that. It's people with mental illness it's just that. who okay. fall through the cracks in the system or who don't get the help they need or they're criminals who are let out by a, a weak judicial system uh, that, you know, prizes getting people out on cashless bail instead of keeping dangerous people locked up until they can be, what, not modified, but till they can be helped in some <laughs> till they, way. Till they can be corrected. Corrected. The okay. correct that's a right. It's a correctional institution. Yes, that's Stanley Kubrick's How many people line. does it correct, actually? Stanley Kubrick's line in The Shining when uh, the kids are misbehaving and the bartender says, well, I'm afraid the children must be corrected. <laughs> so, all right, 1-800-795-9565. Please participate in the show today. And again, don't just diss the Democrats or Republicans. That we can do every day. What's the bottom line here? Is there any solution? What would help us move forward? And, of on, course, our friend E.B. writes in, it's all the Republicans. This is all Republicans. Well, and then one of the smartest women in the world wrote an email, too. So you can read that, too. But, uh, um, okay, so let's stipulate it's just Republicans for one split second. No. That still doesn't help the government. You know, it still doesn't help the rest of us. On the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. As I mentioned, the toll-free line is now open. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, Stan, thank you for waiting through the preamble on this Monday morning. You are now on the mark. Good morning. Yeah, Joe, you're right. Uh, road rage now still, in my way I do it, is flash them their IQ as I go by. <laughs> but anyways, that being said, uh, the whole Paul Pelosi story doesn't add up. How you so? think there wasn't security at that house? 
Uh, and C- if there was, they were failing at their job. CBS reported that the House had no security. That's insane. No security. Cameras. The Speaker of the House has no security. Well, I'm just telling you what the news media reported. I, I, I don't remember who that, that Democratic congressman woman is who was a favor of defunding the police, but she had spent like $360,000 out of her... Her own money. Her, her campaign, campaign money. campaign money for her personal protection. I can't believe Nancy Pelosi doesn't have some kind of protection. Or, or security camps? No security camps. Is that what they're telling? That's, oh, no, that's what we're supposed to believe? Have, I think there were security cameras there. Just no security personnel. Uh, okay. Now, I did I did read something online, so we'll take it with a grain of salt. At, uh, the Pelosi's aren't releasing the security cam footage. They to the are. cops, so that they can look at them. That's what I heard. Now, whether, like I said, it's online, so believe, take it with a grain of salt. We'll have to wait and see. But the other thing is, a nine one one call. I heard the press conference on. I think it was Friday. That first of all, Pelosi supposedly went to the bathroom, called the cops, or called nine one one, and he said that uh, I don't know this person, but his name is David. So if you don't know the person, how do you know his name? Do you think he went in there and announced his name in his underwear? (laughs) Well, if I'm running around in my underwear, it's not inconceivable somebody would ask me my name. Right. Okay. But uh, why, why, why would you, you know, and no security, and was there broken windows? Was the doors broken down for him to gain access to the house? I, the story I heard is he got access through a uh, French door on the first floor. Now, whether that's true or okay. not, I don't know, but I'm just telling maybe you what. Can, maybe, was it locked or unlocked at that particular I don't account, know. It was say. reported on one of the news networks that they right. gained access through a French right. door. Or, or, or is this just another Jussie Samoa? Smollett moment by put on by the Democrats. <laughs> that this is all nothing to try and smear Republicans there you go. five days ten yeah. days out of the out of away from the election. Because none of it makes sense. Both of them supposedly were standing there. When the cops showed up, nobody the from what I heard that the uh, assault didn't happen until the cops showed up, then the cops arrest them. I'm pretty sure I heard that on the police chief's press conference on Friday. Yeah, he said that they, uh, when the police arrived, the guy, they were struggling apparently with the hammer. This is the way I heard the story. They were struggling with the hammer when the police arrived, and then when the police got there, he, they said drop the hammer, and Pelosi did, but the other guy didn't, and then hit him with it. And then so, the, so they the both police, had hammers. No, there was one hammer they were arguing over. I gather what was who had it first. Well, I think they were. I guess the guy brought it in with him, and then Pelosi, oh, okay. when he started to get aggressive, tried to grab him. I, I don't blame the guy for trying to defend himself. I try and grab. Yeah, we him too. definitely have a shortage of definitive facts here. <laughs> yeah, we do. Now, now, well, then the other thing that was put out is that uh, the guy that was arrested has a history of being arrested for a. Uh, 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 being a male prostitute. And so we'll take that where it goes. Don't know. Where, uh, where does it uh, go? go? What? Where does where that go? Going? <laughs> well, why why was he at Pelosi's house in his underwear? Why was Pelosi in his underwear? That's you know, those are questions that need to be answered and they won't be. But right away the news media wants to peg it as some wild Republican MAGA blah 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 right wing that attacked Pelosi. When the guy they went to his house his house has BLM flags, the uh, Alphabet Coalition flag, and you know BLM, Black Lives Matter signs, and that kind of stuff on his house. He's a radical leftist. Now, he has problems with Pelosi for whatever reason. 
supposedly didn't get enough COVID vaccines or something like that or something about COVID and some other stuff. So the truth will come out. But right now we're being lied to about what's going on. It could be getting lied to from both sides for all I know, but we're being lied to. And it's to divert attention away from the real issues, the inability of this uh, administration to secure the border, inflation, fuel prices, the shortage of diesel fuel, which is going to come and affect everyone in the Northeast that uses diesel fuel to heat their homes. And, well, not only that, because it's the same fuel used in tractor trailers to deliver our goods to our stores. Things are going to get really ugly this winter. People are going to freeze or starve or possibly both. All right. Well, we're going to divert our attention so that we can accuse Republicans of attacking the Speaker of the House's husband. So this is all just Something a big setup stinks. so that we're distracted. Hmm. I never thought. Something it's a shame stinks, that Paul Mark. has to have a brain surgery in order to accomplish this. But it certainly did attract a lot of attention, so partially successful. All right, we hey, got you, Stan. collateral damage, Mark. Right, I got you. No argument there. Yep, uh, yep, you know, sounds I, true. And did he really have brain surgery? I don't know. You know, like I said, the truth will come out. Okay. But right now, it's it's we're you know they're trying to smear Republicans. What is it? Seven days out from the election. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all it is, and and that's it'll be proven that way. So, but let's let's divert from the real real uh, issues. You know, people are going to starve and freeze this winter because we're running on diesel fuel, and without diesel fuel, the track trailers can't run, and food can't be delivered. All plain right. and simple. We got you. So have a great day, Mark. Just put that in. Have a smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm smiling. No argument about that. All right, thank you, sir. Yeah, I had heard that also. Different folks, uh, rep- Republican extremists, saying that it was a setup, not specifically to distract, but just so that. Uh, to, so that Democrats could get a sympathy vote, because if Republicans are attacking Democrats, maybe that'll help them a little bit at the polls. But the distraction idea, that works almost as well. So we'll, we'll take that uh, not with a grain of salt. All right, we got another caller on the line. Joseph, go right ahead. You are on WKOK's On the Mark. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, you were talking about the root cause for this. I remember here some years back over uh, on Route 15, a uh, gentleman passed me and uh, going up toward Walmart, coming down from like Williamsport, going toward Walmart. And anyway, uh, after he passed me, I had pulled out and then passed him. And I stayed in my lane. I didn't cut him off. I just stayed in my lane. And that was the left lane. He was in the right lane. Well, I got to the red light there right above Mark's uh, auto place there where he saw cars before he gets to Walmart. The red light changed. And then, of course, I stopped. And he got out of his car. And he come up there. He was screaming and hollering and just raving, mad. I thought, boy, I hope this light changes. <laughs> it did change, and I took off. He's standing in the middle of the road. So I go up to Walmart, and lo and behold, that stinking light uh, went red for me, you know? And I stopped there. He did the same thing. And I think if he had a gun, he'd have shot me. I mean, it's just crazy. There's no restraint, it seems. But the root cause of this, my neighbor... Some years back, he was he was a religious man, and anyway, he sometimes he would I talked to him several, quite a bit, and sometimes he would say that he thought he was the antichrist, and he just went on like that. Well, one day he went up in a graveyard, poured gasoline on himself, and poured it in his mouth and lit a match, and killed himself. And uh, my wife, uh, about twenty five years. 
ago. Uh, she committed suicide, and uh, she tried several times. And uh, anyway, uh, to make a long story short here, and what the root problem here is, and uh, this is something that the Spirit of Yahweh showed me about my wife, it was demonic activity, demonic oppression, or even possession to the point of possession that, that drives people to do these things. And people are weak-minded or more susceptible to demonic uh, influence than other people. And this is why these things are happening. And the Bible talks about this. It says, like the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, the wickedness was so great that every imagination of man uh, was evil, continuing. That's why Yahweh killed everybody in the flood. And he said at the end of time, right before the coming of Messiah, it would be the same way, like the days of Noah. All right, well, Joseph, let me stop you there. Joseph, what can we do to get out of this very briefly here? People, it's just that... uh, is there oh some boy. better way to run it's, it's our a government? long story, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. The morality of people, uh, again, to go back what uh, uh, Dan says and I say, and, and many others, that they took the Bible out of school. People were raised in school without prayer, without any uh, consciousness of the Almighty in prayer, and uh, all these evil things started to multiply. And now everything's acceptable. I mean, man marrying men, women marrying women, sex changes, and, and crazy stuff that we never heard of before. Right. It's demonic activity influencing these people. All right, we got and, you. So, Thank you. Good and, answer. So we, or even I said this yesterday in the Sunday school, I said the, for, the problem of all this is, is we, the church, the assembly, the body of Messiah hasn't spoken up. We've been, uh, we kept our mouth shut and allowed these things to happen, and now it's accepted in society, and it's just going to get worse and worse. All right, we got you. Thank you Thank so much you. for the uh, information. Much appreciated. All right, 1 800 795 We've got one call coming in. One guy's waiting. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. We can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre on inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. upper right-hand corner, Joe. Yeah, Tom says, check out the video of the Minnesota Republican senator shooting an AR-15 at a range, then saying Nancy Pelosi should be fired. This was posted on Twitter. 
Okay. Okay. Another one? All right. I don't know how any reasonable person can continue to support the Republican Party. It is a cult. Pizzagate, QAnon, Trump, Pillow Guy, January 6th, Alex Jones, Proud Boys, fascism. The Republican Party has become a danger to society. Pennsylvania Republicans nominated a celebrity magic bean salesman and an actual <laughs> anti-Semite Christian nationalist fascist. Really? WTF. I am so sick of these people. That includes the local GOP mayors and committee men who are complicit. That's you, Joe. I guess it is. Okay. <laughs> go back to that one. I want to see who sent that. I want to go to their house in my underwear. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't already. No, I'm not. I'm only uh, kidding. Bob, we're enjoying open phones. What's on your mind today? Uh, yes. I was in uh, uh, downtown Sunbury on Saturday afternoon when the uh, the fire broke out. And uh, I'd like to compliment, you know, all the first responders, whether they were in, uh, you know, ambulances or, or the police or everything, you know, especially when you're trying to get, you know, through a town that doesn't have a lot of wide streets in that. And of course, uh, you know, I was near uh, 4th Street at the time, 4th and Market and that. But of course, when the fire broke out and that, there was, you know, you know, to try to get there and that. But, you know, thank God that we have the uh, uh, first responders that we do in this area. And that could have been a lot worse. But. But uh, uh, even um, an hour after everything was happening, uh, uh, the local fire departments and ambulances were still responding. Thank all you. right. We got you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we uh, try to heap uh, praise on them all at every opportunity we can. Thank you, thank Bob. You. All uh, right. Thank you. Yep. Next up, Dennis. Uh, we're talking about the attack on Paul Pelosi. Stan says it was all made up to make uh, Dems distract from the border issues and everything else. What's your view? Well, it's, it's a powerful question you're asking. How do you instill integrity into people as adults? How do you instill virtue that wasn't put into people as adults? So, I mean, if without virtue and <clears throat> lack of integrity, this is what you get. And, I, and I'm not saying it's one side or another. But I said when they when they start blaming Trump as such a stretch, it annoys the crap out of me because uh, you got Maxine Waters saying, "Don't stop at anything. Just go in restaurants. Stop these people. Yell at them. How many magnet people been punched in the face and head in restaurants? And do they forget Kathy Griffin cutting off the effigy of you know Trump's bloody head and holding it up?" Come on, people, their memories are short around here. I mean, you're right, it's on both sides. But I also go back to look at the, the Clinton years and the, the impeachment trial there and the lack of integrity. You know, it, it's just that, that constant lying, you know, well, is it or isn't? If, if did I have sex with that woman? I did not have sex with that woman. I mean, you know, you can't instill integrity into adults. You know, it's almost impossible. And it's sort of religiously banned, as Joseph said. Not, I don't go his route, but, you know, that to me is the question. How do you get virtuous people? There's a lot of good people serving on both sides. I'm not saying they're all wrong, but, you know, to start blaming Trump is such a stretch for this. It's incredible, you know. So I just wanted to get that through. Does he bear any culpability? Always ramps up the rhetoric and uses uh, terms that relate to violence and uh, you know beating people and or you know fomenting the people on January sixth. Does he uh, command any responsibility at all whatsoever, or is he uh, just an innocent bystander in all this? Well, I think you know, like anything else, 
of followers. We are all responsible for our own actions. When I went to nursing school, the very first day, the very first thing they said is, you are responsible for what you do, your actions. You give the wrong med, you do the wrong procedure, and you kill somebody. So is he responsible for the January 6th people? Possibly, slightly. But I, I don't see it because, you know, he shoots from the hip. So did George W. Bush. You know, I, I just, I think it's a stretch to always blame somebody else when you got to take responsibility for what you do, you know. Okay. All right, so any politician, elected leader can say absolutely anything they want. I can tell people to jump off a cliff, but if somebody commits suicide, that's their own dumb fault. Well, no, I don't agree with that. And, you know, I think that's taken to a stretch. I mean, I worked psychiatry for 18 years as a nurse, and, you know, psychiatric people, some of them are extremely smart and extremely, you know, normal in every respect, but there is something that goes wrong in their brain. So, you know, you can say maybe Trump has, you know, delusional. Thank you for calling in, Dennis. Much appreciated. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Uh, let's see. Miss Sam is on the other side of the glass, our fabulous producer. So we appreciate her help and hard work and coming in today and doing this good job. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We are just doing conspiracy theories today that Paul <laughs> Pelosi was enjoying a male prostitute when something went wrong and that he surreptitiously... Who's saying that? Stan. Oh, okay. And the goal, of course, is to distract from the bad government that we're enjoying in the administration right now. Well, I got so. a text from someone saying that the man who attacked Pelosi was not in underwear, yet... iHeartMedia, in a story by Conway Crew, says the headline of which is, Man in Underwear Attacked Paul Pelosi with a Hammer. Well, uh, one of our listeners in a future email says, we'll never know what really happened, and I am going to agree with him. Who are you going to believe? The police? Well, guess what? They probably work for Nancy Pelosi, so you can't believe them, and uh, I don't think there's ever going to be, and if you think the FBI is objective, we know that's not true, so who are we going to get to investigate? Unless Stan and I do the investigation, I don't believe anything that comes out of there. You and Stan, that would be a team. Well, but at least we wrote, we know the truth when we see it, so we'd be able Maybe to... Maybe you could add Joseph in there for the biblical perspective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. Oh, and, and then here we have it. This is the real issue in this email. Right. One of our emailers says, imagine for a minute the country we would have if the media actually did their job. They are the greatest threat currently facing us. There you go. That's Thank you. That's issue. signed Donald Trump. <laughs> there you go. That's the real issue. That's not really signed by Donald so, Trump. I, folks, I think the bottom line is you absolutely positively cannot believe anyone at all whatsoever.
show ever, period. Especially us. Everybody's lying. Media, <laughs> Republicans, Democrats, Pelosi, Paul, Dave, the victim of the assault, or the, I'm sorry, the perpetrator of the alleged assault, police, nobody. They're all a bunch of liars. Everybody's a liar. Well, I'm a liar. it would be nice Joe's if you could get some straight answers, you know, quite frankly, it would be nice to From know. Whom? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just because the, the man is obviously mentally ill to attack somebody like that in their home, Save if the he cops. was in his underwear, that would beg the question, did he get there in his underwear? Did he undress in the house and roam around in his underwear? And if he did, for what to what end? Is it true or not? That's a simple yes or no question to the police. Was the perpetrator in his underwear at the time of the attack? Yes or no? Do you think the police will always tell the truth? Why would they lie about a thing like that? So that we can distract from the border. Okay. Come on. you got to think this. you got to be three steps ahead. We need of these Dale stuff. here to put some clarity on this. <laughs> All right. We need the Bar Association. Bad. Right. All right. So we do have some great emails. I promise we'll get to them ASAP. Uh, but light up the email basket with more. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You can call us, 1-800-795-9565. I'm adopting Stan's policy. Absolutely, positively believe nothing from anyone whatsoever, period. Uh, you believe today's Monday, just out of curiosity. I'm telling you that. But it's Halloween. And for oh, some so people, it's lying. April Fool's Day. <laughs> All right. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. One of our listeners says, Stan is crazy thinking all of his theories about Mr. Pelosi. Prayers for the family. All right. Uh, let's get on to some very brief news headlines here. Family members set up a GoFundMe site to help the Sunbury family who lost relatives in a fatal fire Saturday. We have the link at WKOK.com and on our Facebook page. A sibling set up the page. She says, I'm raising funds for the death of my stepsister Abby and her son Braden who experienced a tragic death within our family. They were caught in a fire and didn't make it out alive. Abby was a sweet soul, great mother, loving, and had a lot of faith in God. Please consider donating. There's more information on the GoFundMe page, and again, that link is at WDKOK.com. Cause of the fire not known. Fire broke out Saturday afternoon. Officials not disclosing any updates on that blaze. Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce held their annual meeting recently with about 200 attendees. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller, State Senator and PA Senate Majority Whip John Gordon and House member Linda Schlegel-Culver were there. Uh, the Impact Award recipients were Cindy Poteski of Decal Dynasty, Sue Straub of Arthur's Pet Pantry, Service First Federal Credit Union, and Scott Thurston of Feast of Flavor Catering. There was an inspirational keynote address by Joey Lai, Canadian bronze medalist. You can read her remarks at WKOK.com. Not only do we have a stomach flu going around, but we have the other flu going around. PA Health Officials say now is the time to get a flu shot. Experts are predicting an active season because fewer people are masking up or practicing social distancing compared to the previous two years when coronavirus cases were still on the rise. Nearly 1,200 cases of the flu have been confirmed in Pennsylvania during the first two weeks of October. The PA Department of Health says this year's totals so far are higher than the previous eight seasons were at this point. Experts recommend getting a flu shot at the same time as the latest COVID booster. I'm David Payne. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Where are the candidates over the weekend? Well, WTAJ is reporting.
Carolinas, Democratic gubernatorial candidate Josh Shapiro stumped ahead of the Penn State football game Saturday alongside a Pittsburgh Steelers legend, Franco Harris. They were at a tailgate. Penn Live reporting that Republican governor candidate Doug Mastriano sporting a bright red Phillies cap in honor of the World Series entrant powered through the rally, a rally in Lancaster County Saturday, breaking some new ground along the way for his unorthodox campaign. The Center Square is reporting that Republican U.S. Senate candidate Dr. Mamet Oz answered questions concerning Latino business owners in a town hall Friday in Philadelphia, a day after his opponent did likewise there. And in Philadelphia, uh, President Biden and Kamala Harris, the vice president, were there to campaign for Democratic Senate nominee John Fetterman, who was present at that activity. So there's where the four candidates were at the top ticket items. And the U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments today on race-conscious race admissions at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. More from CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. These two cases would do for affirmative action what the Dobbs decision did for Roe v. Wade, essentially invalidate race-conscious policies to achieve diversity in college admissions. Two states, California and Michigan, have already abolished affirmative action. The question is whether, unlike with abortion, the court will rule that Americans have relied on racial preferences to get into college for 40 years and it can't be taken away. In a landmark 1978 decision, the U.S. Supreme Court allowed affirmative action as a factor in college admissions, a decision that was reaffirmed in subsequent cases. All right, let me tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership. Sorry. Can you you have to watch cartoons while I'm we're not working? I'm watching cartoons. I'm trying to find to track this story down. Okay. Sorry. On the they're going to play music. All right. Why don't you mute? Can you mute? Do you know how to mute anything over there? If I could mute you, I would. Well, but go I, keep going. I wouldn't care. I'm sure you would. <laughs> On the mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. They got the quick lane, the body shop, the nitrogen shop. Uh, they got an alignment shop a big truck shop and a little truck shop and a hundred other shops there. Uh, and they're also looking for some folks to work at those shops. They need one person for each of those. They're down the court at their employment status there, but they would just love for you to be involved in the Sunbury Motor Company as an entry-level technician, experienced technician, career changer, you name it. They'd love to have you on board at the Sunbury Motor Company. Let's talk about some of their vehicles. So we've been talking about uh, a couple of them. Let's talk about the Kia Forte. Uh, it is a gasoline-powered car, about 35 miles to the gallon or so, less than $25,000. It is the very definition of economy, and it's got everything you would want, a turbocharged motor so you can break the posted legal speed limit in about 10 seconds at 34 miles to the gallon overall. They say it's excellent fuel economy, but it's also very quick off the line with the turbocharged <laughs> off the line. Joe, do you do a lot of drag racing, or do you just, go, you just use momentum? to get up to speed. Drag racing, you mean racing and drag or drag racing? <laughs> every, every story goes there today. All right, 1-800 says, well, anyway, Sunbury Motor Company, they got the Kia Forte, and they would just love, 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 love to for you to buy your next vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. That's, one of our, one that's of what our I did. Texters uh, texted me, said, the underwear thing started from a local TV station. They corrected the error at the bottom of the original story. Your callers are super crazy to 
today. <laughs> uh, but the story is here. This is from KTVU-TV. It says the Paul Pelosi underwear story has been debunked. A news reporter who claimed Mr. Pelosi's attacker wore only underwear has retracted the claim. KTVU-TV reporter Evan Cernofsky claimed that David DePape was wearing only his underwear when he violently attacked the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi with a hammer early Friday. Cernofsky retracted the underwear story on Saturday. I'm now told by other sources that DePape was not dressed only in his underwear, working to clarify. So now they've said he possibly wasn't yeah, who, his underwear. Who told him that? The police? You can't believe him. Well, it says also on Saturday, KTVU-TV posted a correction on its website. The correction read an earlier version of this story misstated what clothing the suspect was wearing when officers found him. Other credible news outlets have reported the underwear story retracted their articles as well. The San Francisco Police Department declined to clarify what the two men were wearing when officers arrived at Pelosi's $6 million townhouse around 2.37 a.m. on Friday. The officers observed the two men struggling with a hammer before DePape grabbed the hammer from Pelosi and struck him in the head with it. The officers tackled DePape and took him into custody. Mr. Pelosi was rushed into surgery to control bleeding on the brain from a skull fracture. What does your story say about the cameras in the building? Nothing at this point. They haven't addressed that story. Okay. So this is from KTVU TV in uh, San Francisco. Well, Joe, I believe anything flaky media tells me, and I don't believe anything any official person tells me. So uh, that story is null and void because it is uh, not from a flaky source. Well, they go on to say in the article, reporter Stan Green wrote, quote, as San Francisco's gay bars closed at 2 a.m., two gay men met in a bar and went home together. Happens every night in the city by the bay, except one of these two men was married to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. He continued, I might disappear for telling you the truth. If I do, you'll all know why, but here's what really happened early Friday morning in San Francisco. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband live separate lives. She lives in a gated mansion in wine country near Napa Valley. She also owns a 2.325 square foot condominium, or I guess 2,325 square foot condo in Georgetown. In Washington, the condo, condo is valued at more than $3 million. So now we have this as this story surfacing that Mr. Pelosi and this gentleman were in a gay bar together and went home together. Right. But apparently only one of them was I don't in believe underwear. it. Well, I, you know, this is getting ridiculous. I don't really. believe anybody. Well, that's going to make for a long show. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Here's somebody else. Uh, you have a, a screen full of words. You can start anywhere you want. All right. Well, let's take E.B., who is always blaming Republicans for everything. We need to get that one out of the way, and I can't seem to move it over to where I can read it. All right. Here we go. Uh, E.B. says it's... Okay. E.B. says it's hard to take some of your callers, especially Stan, seriously, because they clearly don't bother to take five minutes to get basic facts before calling in. Here are some of those basic facts. There were not two hammers. Both men had their hands on the same hammer, wrestling for control of it. The attacker was not a radical liberal. His blog posts had QAnon stuff, election lies, and anti-transgender rants, all right-wing stuff. It's obvious Republicans are nervous that one of their own did this, so they're desperately trying to blame the victim, Democrats, and anyone else other than the dangerous rhetoric of their own party. So, in other words, it's the rhetoric of the Republican Party that caused this problem. 
You believe that? No, I don't believe 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 anything. Now let's go to the other side. Doug says, both men in their underwear. Pelosi asked the man who broke in if he could go to the bathroom where he then makes the 911 call. Nothing happens until police get there, and then the assault happens. And he yells, where is Nancy? When police are there, but not before they arrive. This all happens a week before the election, and the assailant is apparently a male prostitute who easily enters the house, and we have no surveillance video footage. Yet we are not allowed to question what happened there. It sounds more likely to me than rather that a planned attack uh, than a planned attack on the Pelosi house by a MAGA supporter. It could be a case of a male prostitution or a sex partner where it went bad. But now that the FBI is on the case, we'll probably never know the truth. There you go. Doug and I are in full agreement. I don't believe it. All right. Here's something else. Well, this is Evie again. She's, this is her earlier screed against Republicans. On Friday morning, a man broke into Nancy Pelosi's house and viciously beat her husband, Paul, with a hammer. She is believed to have been the target. With so many election ads, Republican politicians and right-wing media outlets demonizing the woman, it's hardly a surprise that some MAGA nutcase would physically go after her. It didn't get the same press, but also on Friday, a conservative man pleaded guilty for sending death threats to Democrat Eric Swalwell, his family, and his staff. These things, of course, come on the heels of the January 6th insurrection, in which a mob of violent conservative thugs noted at the Capitol uh, rioted, I'm sorry, it looked like an N, rioted at the Capitol and beat police officers, all because their moron leader lied to them about the election being stolen, and they were dumb enough to believe it. At this point, the Republican Party and right-wing media are nothing more than breeding grounds for domestic terrorists. The nonstop hateful rhetoric and ongoing election lies coming from the right are creating a situation that encourages violence and bloodshed. We're only at the beginning if something isn't done. Vote Democrat in November and let's put an end to this domestic terrorism that conservatives are intent on infect, in, in check, infecting our great country with. Yeah, that'll solve it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no kidding. All right. On the other side of the aisle... All right. Did Fetterman speak at his rally that Biden-Harris showed up for, or was he just present? I don't know. Don't, I, I don't know. Don't care. I think he did. Hey, I'm not crazy. Just putting out information available about the Pelosi attack and asking questions. Isn't that what the media should be doing? Right. But our, our main goal here at WKOK is to give people like Stan a platform to promulgate lies, to make sure they get out into the world and so they don't... You right. Know. Let's get Elon right. Musk the truth in here. Let's get, let's get Elon Musk in here with Twitter. That's the other big story today that some of these wonderful Hollywood celebrities are leaving Twitter because it's now going to be a haven for free speech. Truth takes a beating today. Welcome on board. WKOK's on the mark. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, if Paul Pelosi has gone gay, I could understand considering who he's married to. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, nice. Real um, nice. So Democrats like Maxine Waters and Kamala Harris, when inciting violence during the summer of love is okay, not to mention Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, and I suspect others. And that's true. Um, what Maxine Waters said, if you see a Republican eating dinner somewhere, go in and disrupt them and let them know Well, there's a big welcome. difference between confronting somebody and hitting them over the head with a hammer, I would think. Oh. That's just my speculation. But he, maybe maybe she that's what she meant. He confronted him. He didn't hit him with a hammer until the police arrived. Doesn't that presuppose the police may have been less than aggressive in stopping them? Right. She had probably heard uh, those remarks to get in Paul Pelosi's face. You're, you're right. That's what happened. I, I, I can't believe I didn't see this. I don't 
don't believe you, but uh, I can't believe I didn't see through well, that. Well, you should have, because you're, yeah. you're just too Don't you think the preponderance of the violence in the U.S. Uh, that relates to partisan politics is right-wing violence? Yes, you can come up with a Democrat for every one, but most of it's right-wing. Well, if I can come up with a Democrat for every one, then it's 50-50, and, and that's been my intention all along. You guys own the gold standard January 6th. In what way is that a Democratic dilemma? January 6th was a ride. No one's saying, I don't know anyone who's saying it's good or it was beneficial to society as a whole. If I say January 6th was perpetrated by far-right Republicans, you say, well, no. no, I don't. I say it was perpetrated. Maxine Waters says we should get in the face of people. Well, she did. She told us how to behave. Right. They're equal. January 6th, encouraging people to harass. It's the same thing. Excellent point. How about the guy out in front of uh, the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house? He had duct tape and... And, uh, zip ties, but when they talk about them, they don't talk about that is Brett not, Kavanaugh. That is not what and happened. He threatened Joe. to kill. It is what happened. You believe everything the police tell you. So you think there was nobody outside Brett Kavanaugh's house? Oh, they arrested there was. and charged the man with attempted murder. He was a Republican. Oh, he was. Moving he was a Republican. On. See, you every every lie people tell you, you believe. Okay. <laughs> so a guy shooting an AR at a range is radical, Tom. Pelosi needs to be fired. She's got terrible ideas, as do all Dems. Yeah, I think he said what he meant was she should be voted out because she doesn't support gun rights. And then, Mark, right there is why things are the way they are. The left calling the right racist, anti-Semitic, and worse. Can't work with people that hate you. And Stan is crazy thinking his theories about Mr. No, Pelosi. we already read that one, believe it or Prayers not. Prayers to the family, okay? <laughs> Did we? I don't remember reading it. Yeah, it was <laughs> six years ago, like at 840. Okay, it was a while back. Alright. Well, we're going to take a quick break. we got one one call standing by who wants one minute. He's going to get it shortly, but uh, we would invite an opportunity to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and price that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. how you clap at a concert, Julia. Hands overhead. Oh, I always get my cigarette lighter out and turn it on. Your cigarette lighter. Where on earth would you have one of those? I don't. I wouldn't think so. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about the attack on Paul Pelosi. I don't believe it was even an attack, and I don't believe anything anyone says. I don't believe the conspiracy theories, and I don't believe the authorities. So So you don't believe it was two guys coming out of a gay bar, going home, and something went wrong? It was. Oh, well, that that certainly has certain elements. that, That story's plausible. 
You think? Uh, Joe, lower right-hand corner, both of those are brand new. Okay, Mark, I stirred the pot today. You're welcome. Thank you, Stan. You you gave me that newfound skepticism that I actually need, so thank you. And, hey, Mark, I told you I got the info off the Internet and don't know it's it's 100% true, but I do know the mainstream media lies constantly. All right, well, we need only truth on the show from now on, and we only want people to tell the truth. Don't come in here and say, hey, I, I heard, I heard, I read, I saw, say, I know. If you can't say I know, don't say anything. Well, then this is going to be a very short program. <laughs> right. Nobody knows nothing. I don't believe it anyway. <laughs> Joseph, you're on the mark. you got a minute. Yes. Uh, this is the first time I heard that about the gay business. And that makes sense because when I first heard about this guy breaking into his home, you're telling me that the third highest ranking person in the government of the United States of America doesn't have some kind of security? I mean, some Doberman pinchers or, or some kind of uh, security that a, a man can just break a window and walk in? Something fishy. And when I heard that, first I thought, man, this there's something wrong here. But now that you uh, that I heard this on your program about you know him going to gay bar and they coming home, well, yeah, if he had security, and that was so, that makes sense. He'd probably turn the security off, of course, and if he, if that's true, uh, to take this other queer home with him. But uh, I cannot understand a multi-millionaire in a, in a high-profile uh, state that he's living in with his wife Nancy that they don't have some kind of security. Well, they, they would they have might. it when Thank she's you. there. When she's there, they have security because she gets security. As a, but it doesn't extend to the families. I understand right. it. Gateway pundit says the Pelosi home in San Francisco was surrounded by CCTV cameras and security detail. It would have been almost impossible for anyone to enter that house and not be noticed. David DePape was identified by the police at the Pelosi home on early Friday morning around 2.30 a.m. One main question still unresolved is how did David DePape break into the home? And not get caught. And not get caught. Okay, well, I don't know. That disappeared. If an individual broke into the home of the Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, there surely is a surveillance system that would tell the police and numerous entities that the house had been broken into. There's no doubt that the Pelosi's home has a security system. This system likely includes motion detectors as well. Any movement near the house or broken glass would immediately be registered at the surveillance company. They, in turn, would notify the police of the encounter. Also, there are likely police cars circling the neighborhood where the Pelosi's live. But the police reported that Paul Pelosi made the call to the police. Paul Pelosi never shared that the home was broken into. And it says, there are also questions about this event being a burglary. DePape reportedly forced entry into a rear door, but a video from yesterday shows that there was glass on the outside of the home on the stairs behind the house. If the window was broken from the outside, wouldn't the glass be on the floor on the inside, on the inside. of the house? But don't believe any of that, That's folks. how Perry Mason used to catch it. <laughs> don't believe anything Joe just read from Gateway Pundit. I'm just <laughs> Cannot reading. be trusted. Well, no, I'm not fl- faulting you. You did a fabulous read. If there's one thing you know how to do on our show, 
It's Reed. It's Reed. <laughs> Terrible opinions. All right. Well, we are enjoying an open phone today. We want to talk about Twitter a little bit, and the Supreme Court's going to take up an affirmative action case, so we can discuss that. Uh, you can participate in our show uh, any way you wish. It's an open phones Monday. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. The telephone number. You can email us at on the market and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Open phones Monday. Wendy, what's on your mind? Thanks for calling in. Hi. I'm just calling to say that uh, I'm going to be supporting and I vote for Ryan Mock because um, he was good enough to come out and visit our little town and some of the people in our surrounding communities to listen to our complaints of what we've been enduring with some of these uh, waste companies that we've been surrounded by in the west end of Schuylkill County. And I just appreciate the fact that he listened to us as as because um, we're little we're little communities, but we're we've been highly impacted by like a lot of dumping. We're like the dumping grounds of Schuylkill County. So and his opponent, a couple of the, our citizens from the community have reached out to her, and she seemed like she didn't have time. So we just wanted to thank him. We appreciate him, and he will be getting our vote. Hey, Ryan Mox, a Democratic candidate for 107th yes, District is. State House, running uh, against Joanne Stair, and both hope to replace, well, only one will get to, to replace Kurt Mosser. Good Spring is the name of your town? Yes, it's a little town outside of Tremont. Okay, down down in the Hig- down down Higgins Way. Down, yep, or, around the Higgins area. Yes, or as they say, get to Higgins on 125 and just keep on going. Yes. <laughs> so, that, yes. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Wendy. Thanks. That's an endorsement for Ryan Mock. All right. Well, we'll take it. it. Thank you so much. Yep, bye-bye. Appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, We're going to take another quick break. Read the first line of your Twitter uh, remarks there, if you have something prepared. I have nothing. What what Twitter? We've read the two that are... No, the the story about Twitter. Elon Musk now owns Twitter. Oh, no, I was just going to talk about it. This morning I saw in the news that uh, a number of celebrities are leaving. One of them I actually heard of. um, I can't think of her name right now. She's... uh, she's, (laughs) an actress and she's had a TV show. She has white skin and no, she's dark, not. She's, she's dark she's skin and lady of dark color. hair and about five foot eight. Oh, very talented. Won an Oscar. Come on, Joe. They're not on. going. Oh, you know who it was? No. Okay. But, you know, I, I think this is very interesting that now that it's going to be free speech and, and he's going to allow some people to talk freely um, that they're going to get off because they don't want to they don't want to hear that mm-hmm. I think what he's doing now he said there will be some kind of a governance board that okay. determines what kind of speech there I mean there will be limits there okay but they aren't just going to ban people for yeah, life he said because it's not going to be a hellscape right uh, which I think is a good a good goal <laughs> <laughs> but you know I, I think it's just very telling that these people on the left immediately say well because there's going to be free speech I don't want to hear I'm going to get off the platform mm-hmm 
Well, I don't know. It's it's a private person doing a private thing with their private He's medium. Taking the company private, right? So, well, I mean, do you think there should be limits make? on free speech on on something like that? I mean, yeah, I'll grant you, you can't let somebody yell fire in a crowded theater, right? You, that that's got to be. They be able to use that platform to send a tweet that says, you know, Mark Lawrence is a big fat liar. Don't believe a word he says, and don't. Why not? We're running political commercials that say Dr. Oz is a big fat liar. Yeah, We're running don't commercials that say. Says. Okay. That says uh, John Fetterman's a big fat liar. Don't believe a word he says. Right. So what's wrong with that? Well, one of them is one of them is false. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're not a big fat liar. <laughs> well, that one too. <laughs> but uh, I'm not that fat, really. Well, I don't like I'm a little term. above my BMI, but uh, anyway, um, it, it doesn't matter to me. I don't follow Twitter. What people say on it makes You're no not difference member, to me. If people want to have it to be 100% free speech, you can say absolutely positively whatever you want. Let them. Uh, I certainly hope people flock to something else that they trust and is you know more to their liking, whatever that would be. Well, I don't belong to Twitter. Do you? I have a tweet page, but I wouldn't say if I use I, it much. I once signed up, but that was like seven years ago, and I I haven't touched it since, uh, and I don't receive any messages from it. I don't follow anybody. Mm-hmm. No one follows me. But I don't have anything that I feel compelled to say to some sort of an audience, um, you know, mm-hmm. just because it's 2 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Well, and, and Twitter's become an important an important way for people, politicians or individuals or celebrities, whoever it is, to get their message out. They weren't happy with the old Twitter because it had a, a liberal lean and a conservative filter. So, if you know... If, if that's empirically provable, which folks who are conservatives say it definitely is, then, you know, you, you just have to take that with a grain of salt. But it's a private service. You know, Joe, I, I don't go into, let's say, I, I wouldn't go to St. Pius Church and say, oh, no, you guys are kneeling too much. You know, this idea of uh, kneeling up and down throughout the service, that's a waste of time. Everybody should just stay seated. It's your own private church you should do. Well, you know what I mean? It's You should be able to do what you want. And if it's Twitter, let it become a hell. Escape if so that's you're what you want. Me permission not to kneel when everybody else does. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I give you permission. Nothing. <laughs> the longer you talk to me, the more time you spend in confession. Let's I just could, leave I it. I can tell that. that's going to happen. <laughs> right. So, but anyway, um, it's a private business. So let it become what it is, and, and let people please switch to a different platform. I know one of the CBS features over the weekend that was on the CBS.com feed for the mobile device was uh, now that Twitter's owned by Elon Musk. Here's where to take your tweets. You know, and where to take your 150 So it suggested or, you get off. Uh, no, if you wish to get off onto another platform, here are some alternatives that aren't as popular as Twitter yet, but they will become so if people switch. So it's just like Truth Social, which has almost nobody on it. That's Donald Trump's little <laughs> I'm sure social millions media. Of followers. So we're all going to have our own social media platform now that just caters to our personal political beliefs. So we're going to the Mark Lawrence. Uh, what well, we that's call the way yours? the world is. We have a million channels on the Internet. Marktopian Social. That'll be the, your new one. And then we'll only be allowed to express the ideas and opinions of those who reside in Marktopia. Well, and everything that you put on Marktopia Social has to be true. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's surprising. And we have a truth board. And who is on, who's in charge of the truth board? I am. <laughs> and I don't believe anything. So there's not going to be much on there Marktopia much Social. I, I don't see any harm. In, in in hearing other people's opinions. We do it on this program every day. Yes, we fire back from yeah, time to time. but what about time. people that call in and say things that aren't true? So, if it's, a, if it's their opinion, if it's their okay. opinion that it is true, you know, who are you to say that their opinion is wrong? Mm-hmm. And, and how do you define truth? 
How do you absolutely know that the 2016 election wasn't stolen? Well, that's a good point. You know, and, and then when you do determine what the truth is, that's still your truth. You know, it's still filtered through what you see and feel and know and, you know, based on what you know to be what you feel to be true. You know, what you think is 100 percent true. I may not think is 100 percent right. true. I mean, they made a big joke out of Kaylee McEnany's talking about uh, alternate facts. But there are numbers of facts that include something, a fact that proves one thing and then a fact that might contradict it. Yeah, and you have to be intelligent enough to weigh those and determine which one has the preponderance of, of weight behind it. All right. We're going to take a break in a moment. But, uh, Joe, I want you to read this email. This is from Friday when Mike Milosevic was here. And um, it's awfully long. It's well, well beyond our purpose. How about first and last groups of sentences? Yeah, it is too long. We have a hundred word limit, but go ahead. Well, it starts off with an insult. I just couldn't let that butthead get away unrebuffed. And then no compl- no complaints accepted without possible solutions. That's the first and last paragraph. Well, that's not a paragraph. Oh, I see. It is because it's written in <laughs> it story a form. Right. Read the second and next to last. Okay. Well, they're, they're t- <laughs> why not read the whole thing then? Because they're the both l- the longest paragraphs. I propose uh, you res- read the whole thing. In response to the anti-abortion caller on this morning's program, he's right. Abortion is a bad thing. It's an unfortunate remedy to a tragic situation. But what's to be done with 930... 930- thousand one hundred and sixty babies women don't want and can't support the medical team is picking up where the moralists the teachers and the parents fail waving flags in protest while shouting murder is easy but does not address the crucial issue what happens to those babies who end up being the real victims adoption four percent of that total are placed for adoption the remaining 96 percent abuse neglect hunger unsafe environment sickness until they are picked up by the welfare system which is already understaffed and underbudgeted. Until I hear a solution instead of outraged moral indignation without a single positive suggestion, I'm not listening. The average cost of a safe legal abortion at 10 weeks gestation is $500, which welfare will not pay. Compare that with $39,796 annually for 450,000 children in the system, plus prenatal care, delivery, hospitalization, and a monthly allotment until age 18 or a situation change. And without funding for Planned Parenthood's contraceptive services, it will continue to happen. Now it's your turn to do the math. Adoptions, or rather abortions, only account for 3% of services provided by Planned Parenthood. If abortion is banned nationally, the many other services accessible and legal before the overturn of Roe v. Wade will also disappear. Contraception, STI, sexually transmitted infections, and HIV testing and treatment, COVID vaccines, prenatal care, behavioral health services will no longer be available to women and men through Planned Parenthood. Rather than putting the emphasizing, uh, rather than putting the emphasizing abortion. Put the emphasis on abortion. Emphasis, I I think is what you meant, emphasis on abortion. Let's focus on the 97% of other services lost if Planned Parenthood is defunded. The health care dollars saved if contraception were available to all could be used to pay for some of the free ride education, which, by the way, not only allows the student to stay in school, but helps the whole family who struggles every day trying to make those ends meet. Maybe you didn't need assistance getting through school, but do you have any compassion for those who do? No. You paid. The, you signed the agreement to borrow money. You pay your bill back. 
That's yeah. the way the system works, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it a note. Right. I mean, it's, it's a loan. I can't say I, I sign a note to pay for my car and then decide somebody else should pay for it. doesn't work that way. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, what's your thought on the uh, email that we just read? What is your thought about this? Should Twitter become a free-for-all hellscape, as uh, Mr. Musk proposed? Allowing diverse ideas and opinions. Yes, that certainly is a hellscape. <laughs> I, I think he said, actually, that it is not going to be a free-for-all hellscape. Oh. It won't be that. And he will have that governance board. That would be a good name set. for the Marktopian uh, social media service, hellscape. Mars, M- Marktopia. Marktopian hellscape. Social hellscape. All right. Well, 1-800-795-9565. Hold on, Tammy. We will be... R- There we go. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry, I'm pushing all the wrong buttons here. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you. You could email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. We had one person from Good Springs, PA, call the show, and now another person calls. Good morning, Tammy. You're so on the mark. So what is this going to be, endorse uh, Ryan Mock Day on? I guess so. <laughs> hey, why not? Tammy, you're on the mark. Well, I'm endorsing Ryan Mock only because he was the only person running for office to come to our little town to know the impact we have of biosolids and wastewater sludge coming into Schuylkill County's West End. All of it is from New York and New Jersey. The county We've gone to the county commissioners, the governor, DEP, EPA. It's like the alphabet soup we've contacted. And no one came to help us or seemed to help us except for Ryan. We've asked the other people running for office to come, and they had no time. So this is, there might only be a few people, but we tell a lot of people that he's the only one that showed up to try to help. I think people need to be aware that we're getting all the waste from New York and New Jersey, and it's perfectly allowable for, don't let this happen to your area. Thank you. Where does it, where does the waste go? It's being just stockpiled till it turns into, they put it with wood chips and then it turns into mulch. So the mulch you're buying at Home Depot could actually be somebody's sewer waste from New York. Well, my plants just wilted. <laughs> okay. And well, isn't that the whole idea, to turn it into something useful and beneficial? Yeah, but not in your backyard, Joe. Okay. Well, you got to listen to what she said. Right, but what do they do? I mean, how there have to be rules about that sort of thing. I'm sure DEP is yes, all over it. The West End of Schuylkill County is getting like the Wild West for businesses. Anything goes. We just had a major explosion at a dynamite shed out here, if you remember, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, and nobody died in that, believe it or don't, correct? Is it correct? Right. Not too many people get to tell you about the time dynamite blew up underneath them. So. Yeah, my neighbor, Wendy's husband, was outside at the time. It threw him to the ground. I was in my house, and it pushed me back. Okay. Who's your state senator? They might be able to help you get some resolution. We've gone to senators. I, we've gone to um, Kerwin. He never even returned calls. We've gone to county commissioners. We've gone to Porter Township meetings. We've gone to visiting um, surrounding areas, township meetings. Nobody seems to help. All we hear is Natural Soil Products, Tully Group, that Tully has a lot of money. And if you... 
check into them. They are very large waste waste haulers. Okay. All right. All right. We got you. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Just one minute. Um, people need to research what PFABs and PFOBs, they call them forever chemicals. That's what's coming off these piles and these trucks. I got you. So please don't let it happen to your area. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for calling in. Okay. All right, on the topic of Twitter. All right, yes, Twitter is a private company. When it was restricting people's speech because the government told them to do so, was that okay? I still don't care. I mean, it's a private company. A private companies can do what they want. It'd be like uh, Stan, our good guy. He talked one time. He has an FFL license. If he wants to open up a gun shop where they only sell 22s, that's his prerogative. If you want to get on Twitter and they only allow liberal viewpoints, that's their prerogative. I mean, I think business people should be able to run their business. Well, the, look at all the criticism that um, uh, the owners of the Hobby Lobby get for their their personal beliefs. Look at the pillow yeah, they guy. they put it out there. Look at the pillow no, guy. please don't. <laughs> you can't watch anything on Fox. Like, every ad is a pillow I, ad. I don't get the picture of Jesus Christ uh, superimposed over a lion. I don't understand that. Do you? Uh, no. It's a picture behind him. There's a lion, and then there's Jesus wearing a crown of thorns behind him. I think if you're religious, you're supposed to be aggressive. I, I don't get it. You're supposed to be okay. a man well, of the I'm, house. I'm dumb. Uh, then Rob says... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rob says, listening to CBS News on WKOK this morning, they are worried about... About how Elon Musk will control misinformation on Twitter now that he has control of the company. I would be more concerned that people are getting their news and forming their opinions from things they see on Twitter and other social platforms. I am not shocked to say that CBS is not concerned about the half-truths and misleading information in political ads. Everyone should follow the advice of Edgar Allan Poe from a short story, quote, believe nothing you hear and only half of what you see. Oh, uh, I'm Edgar Allan today. In today's world, don't believe anything you see. They have CGI. Right. I went to a movie where I saw The Rock uh, flying through the air. Okay. I don't believe that he actually is capable of doing that. Okay. Well, it says believe half of what you see. So believe the other half of what you see, not the CGI Yeah, but the part. other half was a bunch of other people flying through the air in personal uh, personal gear of some sort or another. Well, personal gear. If you have personal gear, you can fly. Is that true? Yes. No wings. So The Rock can just fly because he can fly. Well, in this movie, he was uh, some sort of a oh. superhero. Okay. Black Adam. Good movie. Okay. Entered very entertaining. How'd your son like it? He liked it better than I did. Okay. All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Dan is on the line, so he gets to go. Hey, you're talking about the lion. What that's referring to is lion, the lion that 
from the tribe of Judah, which is Jesus Christ, who's going to rescue this world back from Satan in the end times. And in the book of Revelation in chapter 5, chapter 5, you can read about the lion, the tribe of Judah, that Satan holds the mortgage on the deed to the planet Earth. But Jesus Christ is going to buy it back through the tribulation mentioned through the book of the Revelation. So what a read. What a wonderful read to understand Earth's future. All I so that's what, what that's referring to. All I right. wanted to know was what, what, the, what the significance was of the lion and Jesus with a crown of thorns on his head. Well, you got now your I answer. Know. Are you happy now? I'm happy now. And you saw it on Fox. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.